And nasty's good, right? Nasty is like, you know how Michael Jackson used to say bad in the like whatever? Bad was good. Nasty is sexy, man. That's it. Everybody, Manolito Vega here, and that's it! <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a new episode of Shank Happens, and we have got an incredible episode ahead of us with a phenomenal guest. Um, that I'm super stoked about, but joined here by my coach, uh, my boy coach Rusty. What's going on, buddy? Not much, man. Stoked for the uh, show. Honestly, I I might go on record and say this probably might be the best show. We haven't recorded it yet, and I don't know how how it's going to go, but I think it's going to be definitely top three. Uh, we've got a great guest. We've got Manolo, uh, Manolo Vega, the the waggle that shit, smack that shit, and dust it fucking legend who has had legend i mean dude first interview i think we're his first interview i know how sick is that yeah (laughs) shank happens pod gets the interview it's gonna be fun man i mean this guy took over the internet i i saw it posted on colorado golf blog is like actually the first place that i saw it and then Mm -hmm. it was on zyre and then i post on pj memes and then every other page posted it too but dude i saw this video and it was just the funniest thing. I mean, this guy's voice is phenomenal. His accent is phenomenal. The words he uses and how he like simplifies instruction to attack the ball and like free your mind is just, I mean, it's viral. And you've seen that. I mean, it's the fastest growing page I've ever seen in golf. A lot of people always were like, dude, PJ memes grew so quick, blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, never like this. I mean, I, I was looking at it like every 20 minutes and seeing thousands of followers added to it and just wasn't stopping. And it's still moving up as we speak. Yep. It's pretty incredible. So the fact that uh, we were able to get him on the show um, is awesome. So stay tuned for that. We do have a great show. We've got a lot to cover. Um, I had one of the more interesting weeks uh, in golf myself. Uh, uh, We we had a, a little bit of an altercation on the golf course was it yesterday or day before? I can't remember. I think it was day before. Wait, it, was yesterday. it was yesterday. It was yeah, yesterday. Yeah, it was. Uh, we, were, we, were, we were drinking a little bit, so it's, it's hard. <laughs> you know, my, my, my internal calendar's off. But, uh, yeah, crazy, crazy uh, experience on the golf course. The police were called. A police report was filed against us. But everything's okay. We'll get into that a little bit later in the Out of Bounds segment. But uh, why don't we go ahead and jump into the first tee? <laughs> Yeah, man. So obviously we had uh, our boy Burns getting claiming his first PGA Tour victory uh, this weekend today out then uh, at Valspar Championship. So big congrats to him. He's a guy who I think you've spent some time with and got to meet in person. I don't know much about him personally, but he's come close to the winner's circle here this, this season. So it was nice to see him emerge and really set himself apart from the pack. He went out and shot three under today and put himself in the first uh, with his first victory, beating out Keegan Bradley. You know, Victor Hovland had a strong finish today, um, coming in tied third. And, you know, Abraham Answer, just some big names in this tournament playing well. So to see him close it down on Sunday uh, was impressive. So happy to see it. Yeah, he's a, he's a good dude, man. Uh, go Tigers, Louisiana guy. Uh, my, my buddy, Louis Gagne, who you've had the opportunity of meeting, He's a member at my club, uh, pretty good friends with Sam. We were pulling for him um, a, f- a few a few months back. I think Sam was in the hunt. I forget which tournament that was, but he was like right there and kind of mm-hmm. kind of blew it. Um, but, you know, it, it's really great to see um, him get in the winning circle. I did have an opportunity to meet Sam at Bay Hill, and I actually got a putting lesson from Sam Burns, which nice. – which, 
Which, like, I, it was, like, a thing set up through a social activation. So I was like, okay, like, this is one of those cheesy things I got to go do. But, like, Sam knows the shit, and he, he communicates very well. And, um, yeah, he, he helped me with uh, my putting stroke a little bit. And I, I actually do put in I was just going to ask you, yeah, do you yeah. Yeah, what you talked yeah. about, you put in play and it works for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it basically, I have a tendency to to cut inside on my on my follow through of the putt, so I'm I'm pretty much straight back, and then as I follow through, I come a little too far inside, mm-hmm. and uh, leave the face a little bit open to compensate. So we worked on kind of almost trying to push putts a little bit with a more square face, and it was it was pretty interesting. It, and we, he had a, a couple cool little drills he shared with me, and you know I think that's the biggest thing with these guys on tour. It's like you wonder why you fucking suck at golf. It's because you never practice putting, and these guys are like. These guys Never. live on the putting green. So like, oh yeah, hundred percent. It's so funny. Like Louie, Sam's buddy, he's a member of my course. Like every time I'm at the at the course, I see Louis out there on the range, he's out there in short game area. But he starts with putting and finishes with putting, and he's out there on that putting green more than anybody, more than all of the members of the golf course. And you know, he just won Mackenzie Tours Q School, and it's because of it's because of yeah, time the like grind. That, you know? That's cool, man. That's, that's cool. You got to do a social activation of them actually got like a real lesson that you apply it to your game. That's cool. So yeah, I, it was cool. I'm, I'm stoked to see him in the winter circle. Um, I didn't get to tune into uh, the tournament too much because I was actually in Atlanta. I was playing in a member guest tournament with uh, Rob Mason at Cherokee, which is a great course, by the way. Um, I was surprised to hear they've got like 2000 plus members. There is what I was hearing, which was pretty crazy, oh, but they've shit. got two 18s. Um, a north and south course we got to play each course um, you know we played the north on Friday and then we played the south on Saturday and it was rough man I was excited to go join him Rob's obviously a funny guy he's got probably the best Trump impersonation uh, that's out there and yeah. you know whether you're a Trump guy or not I mean his his videos are really funny I mean he's done stuff with Howard Stern he's done stuff with Michael Rapaport and he did stuff with Larry King actually before he passed but you know, to go out there was really fun, but I got in really late on Thursday night. And when I showed up to the airport, I was, I made it on time in Dallas. I get to get to Atlanta and I put all my clothes in my golf bag and I, all I have <laughs> is my backpack. And they're like, sir, your golf bag is on the next flight. And it's not until like in you know, 50 minutes and i just passed security and there's nothing there there's no restaurants there's no bars there's not even a vending machine so i'm sitting there just fuming pissed um waiting for my bag and i'm like dude just bring it to my hotel and they're like well we can't guarantee that it's going to be there before noon tomorrow we tee off at 8 40 so i'm just waiting i was at the airport till past midnight get to the hotel probably go to bed around like 1 30 eastern time and I woke up at like six and I didn't eat dinner, didn't really eat breakfast. And we just, I played like shit the first day and I felt bad like letting him down, but he didn't play very good either. And we ended up shooting over par as a two man best, best ball. And we were last place in our flight. And then we, <laughs> we come out, redeemed ourselves the next day. I actually shot a 77 with my ball, which I was really proud of in a tournament. And um, I left a lot out there too. And I, I was playing really, really good. Redeemed myself from the previous day. We ended up shooting like five or six under par and we're under par for the tournament. Put us like third place in our flight. So, you know, I left yeah. with my head up. I felt pretty good about the redemption the second day. And, you know, hopefully I get the invitation to come back out and, you know, play in the member guest next year. So we'll see. Yeah, that's pretty sick. I mean, 
Dude, I I actually, you know, shockingly enough, I've never played a member guest. Never. You never have? I was just going to ask you, like, what your, what your thoughts are on them because they're just, like, when they're competitive tournaments, I mean, believe me, there were guys in our flight that were taking it, like, very serious. But yeah, for oh, the yeah. most part, it was – it was like such a chill vibe. The members there were just awesome. And they have like, they're really known for their frozen transfusions. Mm, and I had weird. tons of those. I mean, I that's was awesome. just pounding frozen transfusions all day and, you know, good swing juice. We're having fun. I mean, everyone was just like out there to have a good time. The course was in great shape. It's a beautiful course. Um, yeah. A lot of undulation, a lot of tree line fairways and, um, you know, big, big greens, but tough greens, lots of three putts out there and stuff, but it was, it was cool, man. I love like the member guest vibes. It's, it's for sure. How was, how was it? Like, like, uh, like, did you, did they have any good events? Did you get like a tea bag? Any, anything? Yeah. I mean, every day we had different gifts that were in the cart. Like they had really cool custom head covers that they gave out custom balls. Um, they just had tons of stuff everywhere, like with food, snacks, cigars, um, like obviously alcoholic beverages and stuff, but like so they, they roll it out, you know? So when you get there, every meal's there provided for you. Um, but everyone's there like early practicing cause they, they want to hoist the trophies. I mean, they had the really right. cool like bullhorn trophies you get to take home and stuff. And it was fun, what, man. I was a little the, disappointed we didn't play better. At a, what's an entry fee at a thing like that at, at that one? Do you know? I don't know if Rob was being honest with me because I offered to pay. Um, uh-huh. but I've, I've been at a member, I've been a member at a course of a lesser, you know, level of Cherokee and it was like 400 something dollars Okay. Uh, for, for a team or for, for, for a player. But yeah, if you play like low. a, yeah, that's pretty low. And that was like at a normal, like smaller in country club right. on the higher end ones. It's like 3000 bucks, 4,000 bucks. Okay. And so, so I was thinking I'd come in I and put, yeah, I, I fully expected going in, like I'm going to owe him like 2000 bucks or something like that. And right he told me it was like $200. Oh yeah. I'm like, there's, Dude, no there's no way. I mean like the food we had every day alone and like the alcohol and stuff, like there's just no way. And so, that, I mean, so I, that's, that's the biggest thing. That's like why I, I, I have not played in a member guest yet. It's just cause they're always so fucking expensive. They're, yeah. they, they outweigh the club championship, but they seem so fucking fun, dude. Like they, well, really- I think that 90% of them are client, relationships you know so their expense somehow through business um because it's it's like why would you spend that kind of money unless you're like really competitive and you have like a history of doing it with your buddy or something like that or Mm -hmm. you have a client you're like hey come out to my club i want to impress you um let's let's do this thing together i'm going to write it off with my business or fill up fill it in with my expense report and go from there because it's it's a lot of money. It's like, why wouldn't you just go take someone to go play a normal round of golf for a few hundred bucks? Yeah. Know? I mean, I guess I could technically just write it the fuck off on my LLC, but I mean, it's still just, that's a, a lot, lot of, of money. So, so, so the member guest at the Ritz Carlton is like, they go to the nines, man. I mean, it, it, it is, it's a hell of an event. The tea gifts are amazing. You stay in the hotel. The food is un- incredible. Obviously the golf's really good, but it's like 1600 bucks. And so, I mean, based on what you're saying, I mean, that's pretty almost median, right? But yeah, it's actually not bad. I have a really yeah, good idea. So, I mean, you should invite your co-host to be the guest at the member guest. Let's yes. do this thing together. We'll find a sponsor. You know, we'll have we'll have our team sponsored. 
probably by like beatbox or something like that or like cobra golf or i don't know so oh i actually have a story so I, w- I didn't want to, I didn't want to post this because I didn't want like Cobra to think that I'm like clowning on them at all. Cause I love Cobra golf, obviously, but, uh, first round fourth hole, I hit driver and it just sounds weird, but like, Oh that, shit. This is the picture you sent me. Yeah. And like, dude, here's okay. the deal. Like I've, I've hit like my driver before where it just kind of has an off sound, but like, it's not broken or anything like that. Just kind of sounded off. And you even have that sometimes with any club. So I'm like, that was odd put it back in the bag. The next hole is a par three. And then the next hole after that, bring the driver out. And I hit this like, like line drive left. And it just pretty much just goes straight left. But thank goodness there was like a, a, a bank over there that it hit and just kind of nestled back into like the first cut. But a spark flew off of the, the driver and it was just the weirdest sound you've ever heard. And everyone's <laughs> like, dude, your driver must be broken. Like something happened. Sure enough, I like flip it over and there's just this huge crack in the top. I'm like, we'll, we'll probably throw up a picture or something like that. But there's a huge crack in the top of the driver. It just busted. And yeah, I mean, my swing speed's probably like a third of what Bryson's is. So it's not anything to do with my swing speed or power. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. But like, so I had to hit three wood the rest of the tournament because I, yeah. I didn't really want to like, hey, Rob, let me borrow your driver and like cause any controversy as club or anything. So I just started hitting three wood and dude, I actually hit my three wood almost as far, but I was keeping it in play like every time. Like I wasn't putting myself in any jeopardy or anything like that. So maybe it helped yeah. me. I don't know. Yeah. That's so funny that, uh, so you sent me the picture, um, and it, it's the top shell of it was cracked. And that happens a lot with these modern drivers. Um, like when I was with Callaway and they came out with the Epic, uh, multiple times I had swung and then the top shell like literally the whole top shell came off, right? I had one where it cracked, like a fracture, kind of like the picture you showed me. But then I had one where literally the top shell came off. And then that also happened to me on a speed zone. But I I, I had the idea of like, hey, I'm, I'm going to play with it without the top shell on it and see if it has like any effect on like the ball flight or anything like that. What was it that really- like? <laughs> it really didn't have any effect. So it was like, it was like the same shit. Um, I, I, I still actually have my Cobra speed zone where it's like the top, there's two top shell pieces and then it's almost like a, like a T top Corvette. That's what it looks like. There's two top shell pieces. Those came off and you hit it. And basically what I found is that the top shell just kind of acts as a silencer because holy fuck if you hit the golf shot super loud so loud it is the it's like it's like a nike sasquatch driver times 10 that's exactly like dude i'll take i'll I'll have to take a video of it uh it's in my trunk i'll bring it out and and, um i'll I'll do a video it it like hurts your fucking ears when you hit it so but yeah Yeah. it's it's pretty incredible so i think top shell is just just a silencing system it's it's gotta be yeah i had to retire that bad boy so bringing back out the old driver i got uh the red white and blue one coming my way i think is what they had in stock so i'm got a replacement coming so i got i got the red white and blue one it looks so good i haven't hit it yet because it it just looks so good so yeah i figured i i i think it's a cool color scheme actually like they were like disappointed they didn't have like the black and green one you know i'm like no dude red white and blue sounds awesome so yeah little patriotic driver hit some bombs so it'll be fun so yeah it was a good weekend i'm glad um, rob had me out it was fun um just next year hopefully get that invited back and go uh see what we can do because we left a lot of strokes out there 
So let's jump over to our out of uh, our uh, buy or sell segment real quick. We've got some fun, interesting ones that we can uh, that we can dive into. These are always fun to to run through. My so favorite. we'll start with um, our boy Jake Adams. He just finished the fifty shots in, in uh, or uh, fifty shots in thirty days. He was on the pod, and we walked through that whole thing. He ran into a little controversy here this last week, and. Looks like he's got a couple national parks barking up his tree. Uh, a little upset that he hit golf balls uh, in some very uh, hollowed ground. I, I there was an interview. What was it like in Montana in Yellowstone? Yep. Where someone was very saddened to see that he would make such a, a poor poor life choice mm-hmm. to hit a biodegradable golf ball into open land and harm anyone that may be out there or any wildlife and. Yeah, so, you know, jury's out right now whether what's going to happen. Looks like there's an investigation taking place. So let's just start with this. Will our friend Jake Adams spend any time behind bars for his, uh, his acts in Yellowstone by herself? No, I'm selling. I don't think he's going to spend any, any time in jail, even though I did do some research and there was like some similar things that have happened and people did see a little bit of jail time. But I think he's just going to see a fine. And really like what were the other things that they did no it was it just said in the article like literally word for word it said that oh, okay. there there was similar acts um and those acts had seen jail time and then some signs of of a minimum of five hundred dollars so i i think he'll get a five hundred to a thousand dollar fine i mean I, I i don't know i'm no expert on this fucking shit but uh i don't think he's gonna see any jail time but i gotta say i did see this coming because I, you know, in the content creation space and went early on in Coach Rusty, I would go to like really cool places to film like trick shots or hit golf shots. I just thought it was like a, like a cool thing to do. I don't, I don't know. I was fucking 26 and didn't know my fucking ass from my elbow. But anyway, so I, I was in like a, I was on a Skyline Drive. Uh, it's in Virginia in, in the, on, the, on the Appalachian Trail. And I was like doing a jungle video on top of a mountain and all these state troopers pull up and they're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I was like, I'm juggling, I'm juggling a golf ball on the mountain. Can you please let me (laughs) like, so so dumb. It was a cool video, but anyways, the cops come up to me and they're like, what the fuck? And I was like, well, I'm not actually hitting the ball. They're like, okay, well, as long as you can confirm that a ball is not going to be left or like hit out into the woods or uh, down the mountain then you're fine and i was like okay because these 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 um national parks they have a leave no trace policy right and so if mm-hmm. you're leaving a fucking golf ball um it's gonna be an issue but here's the thing Here, here's one question i also have and I, I know that i'm going off on this but we had a conversation in the car me and my girlfriend about this today uh jake adams said he was using biodegradable biodegradable golf balls and i'm sure he was to an extent but those golf balls are very hard to find. They're very hard to come by. And mm-hmm. they're like they're like sixty dollars for like a dozen. They're they're like super expensive. <laughs> yeah. So so my question is like for Jake, he's balling on a budget. Was he actually hitting biodegradable golf balls all the way through? And I'm sure to argue he will say yes, but I personally, if I was going on this trip, I I honestly would I could see myself saying I was, and, and but not actually using the yeah, biodegradable. Yeah, that's a good buy or sell. And, and 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 if you if you're if you're if you're on a road trip and you run out of balls, like where are you going to get them shipped and and how? 
quickly will they be there there's no fucking chance so you got to hit a golf yeah. shot you got to hit a ball because you set out on this thing so if they do an investigation and they go and find that it's actually not a biodegradable golf ball it's gonna get worse <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll no, they can't but, they but, can't but, prove that it was his ball though i mean so. <laughs> that was somebody else hit that fucker <laughs> yeah not me i don't know <laughs> dude it <laughs> Yeah, the worst part about this whole thing, by the way, I'm gonna go ahead and sell this too. Like he's not gonna might, be might be the first time they dust a golf ball for Prince. <laughs> <laughs> well, they may. I mean, because at the end of the day, he's not gonna spend any jail time. I bet that he will pay fines because the dude, the mistake that Jake made is blocking these people. So there's two people. One was a Yellowstone representative, and the other is this anchor at this low budget news station in Montana. Both reached out to Jake directly to talk to him about this and he blocks them both, you know, and like, that's just the mistake that he made is don't block people that are coming at you with questions or concerns. It's only going to make them more upset and make you look like you're more guilty of something that you may or may not even have done. Right. So it's like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like that's probably going to put a little fire under this thing. Cause listen, they probably have nothing to do. And the fact that this was actually a news story there is beyond me, you know? So, I mean, they're going to probably pursue it as aggressively as they can and try to get any type of money they can. Cause any money they can raise for the, the, the forest for the is, yeah. is helpful, you know? So yeah. they can find him like two grand or something like that. They're going to do it. So yeah. we'll see. I'm sure if he starts a GoFundMe account or something like that he'll probably raise more than yeah, what the fine is and, and come out sure. ahead of it so i mean i mean i think a lot of people were supporting jank in, including us i mean it was really cool what he did you can't you yeah. can't argue that so um hopefully everything comes up bases for everybody but yeah it, it's uh it's interesting what's going yeah, on now cool all right going. so we talked about our guest that is uh, gonna be joining us at the 19th hole uh his uh token saying right now in his first week of fame is waggle that shit and smack that shit which is just phenomenal and obviously i'm not even going to try to imitate his accent because i'll butcher it but uh at the end of the day is this like the new modern age grip it and rip it i mean is it just is it already past it just within its first few days of you know being out there in the marketplace because when you hear yeah. it it's just so catchy it's so simple it's so funny this guy's blown up so buy or sell better than grip it or rip it yeah, buying is way better than grip it and rip it. And um, I, I love it. I mean, you fucking waggle that shit, then you fucking smack that shit. You smack that shit nasty and that's it. I like love it. And it's so good. I it's feel nasty. like I do a pretty good. Yeah, you have a, yeah, no, I, I will say, and it's getting better the more you do it. Yo estudié español en mi escuela por tres años, pero no recuerdo mucho, pero mi acento es perfecto, papi. Come on, baby. Come on. Habla español muy poquito. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't even know if he speaks Spanish. We asked him where, he, uh, well, I mean, you're going to find out where he's from in the uh, in the interview that's coming up, and it's uh, it's actually Very interesting hometown. You, yeah. home, home planet. Very but, interesting. But, yeah. but it, does, it does explain why he's so good at fucking golf so anyways uh excited True. to have him on but yeah uh uh waggle that shit and smack that shit way better than grip it and rip it way better oh me i'm i'm buying too i mean if i go to see a coach and they say that shit to me i'm dying like i'm gonna laugh it's gonna loosen me up because golf is all like it's tense you got a million things going through your head where he simplifies it with those just quick two things like you know you're like oh 
that's simple, but you've like relaxed because you're laughing. You're, right. you know, you, it, it, dude, the dude's just amazing. So I wish that he lived in Texas. I would go hire him as my full-time coach and just go get lessons from him all day just to get the We're going to, we're going to fly out. We're going to, we're going to do a Shane Kappen's, uh, a uh, little little lesson with uh, Manolo. We we got to do it. We got to go. Yeah. Got to do it. Got to do it. Yep. All right. So our boy Ricky, we've talked about Fowler a few times on this pod. Uh, you know, obviously about him missing the the Masters and um, just kind of the commercial stuff with Nick Faldo. Uh, the PGA of America came out and actually gave Ricky an exemption to come play in the PGA Championship in a couple of weeks at Kiowa which, you know, made headlines that really didn't have any controversy behind it. Um, not that I heard at least, but by ourselves, is this a good move by the PGA of America to let Ricky in and play? Yeah, I think you're just going to have to look at it as whether you're a Ricky fan or you're not a Ricky fan. I mean, personally, I think if you're a Ricky fan like I am, you're 100% buying. It's good for it's good for golf. Ricky obviously pulls, pulls viewership, and um, it'll be good to have him there. Like 100%. Ricky should yeah. fucking be there. He's Ricky fucking Fowler. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's, so I'm buying too, but it's more than I think just being a Ricky fan or not too, in my opinion, because it's like, look at golf, be a golf fan for a minute. Take your Ricky yeah. hat off or, you know, whatever hat you're wearing and look at Ricky as a, a whole. That guy's done so much for the PGA Tour and the youth of the yeah. tour. He moves the needle. I know there's going to be people who may be more deserving than Ricky at this point in what they've done in 2020. In terms of in terms 2020. of 2020. Yeah, yes. play. Yeah. Yes. And 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 like yeah, and that's tough. That's a tough pill to swallow, I'm sure. Um, but I don't give a fuck. Like at the end of the day, like if no. any of those guys make it like Ricky did, which Ricky's obviously grinded and worked his ass off in his entire life, right, to get to where he is if they can even have a fraction of an impact of the game that Ricky's had good for them. That's a great career. You know, I mean, this, this kid's done a lot and you know, I know it gets a lot of shit over the commercials and all that stuff, but listen, that brings so much awareness to the game. I mean, there's lots of people who are in extreme sports that are Ricky Fowler fans in other sports, uh, the youth. I mean, he just, the guy is just, he opens up the doors to golf in a lot yeah. of ways that other players can't. So, yeah, he's, he's and I think this is going to be a good thing for Ricky. I mean, to get him at the highest stage again, which he always tends to play well in majors, PGA Championship for one that he, you know, played really well at uh, Valhalla and almost uh, almost won. But, you know, maybe this is like the event. He comes in and plays really well and kind of gets him back on track. So we'll see. But I'm, I'm mm-hmm. happy that but, he's in there. I think it's a great decision. <laughs> But it's also just like Ricky sitting on his couch. He's like, oh, shit, holy fuck, I'm playing at Kiowa. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's I mean, just been kind of chilling for a little bit. But, uh, yeah, um, dude, I mean, Ricky, Ricky needs to be in all of the majors. He has to be. He's been such an amazing ambassador for the game, as you've said. And, and mark my words, one day he's going to get one. And I think he'll get multiple. I think he will. I mean – the guy's so fit. He, I don't think he's in his prime. I think, I don't think he's, I think his prime to most people was like his prime of popularity. Like that may be over, but I don't think the prime of his game is, it's really not. So. So yeah, I mean, he went and he starts winning again. His popularity soars, right? It's, but he was real popular too, just because of his interaction with people on social media, which we're seeing a little more of that now, but I don't think it's ever going to get back to obviously the way it was, but 
you know, we'll see. I mean, the, the guy's just no, I electric, think it's good. so... Yeah, I think I'm it's good. I think it's good the- that that's that's not where his focus should be anymore. I think his focus should be on his game, and 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 I think that that's just how it's going to happen for him. And, and watch, he's going to start playing really well. It's going to happen. Yeah. Going to yeah. happen. I'm buying Ricky stock. All right. So last one here. Um, this popped up. The USGA had a collective group of people that went out to Torrey Pines and did like kind of media day out there at the course. They had obviously like regular traditional media. They had, you know, a variety of different golf influencers, if you will, that were there um, that walked and played the course and got to interact and be there when Bryson was doing his live interview and got to be with the trophy and all that stuff. Um, It's always fun to see. Um, It's always fun to see kind of just behind the scenes stuff going on, see the trophy, all that fun stuff. And you had a good, you had a good grouping of people that were there. A lot of different personalities and different uh, verticals in the golf space. So a writer, Jeff Shackelford, comes out and writes an article, I believe the day after, a couple of days after um, this event is over, and is just absolutely clowning on what he calls a D-list of people uh, out there, you know, promoting... C-list, C, C C-list. Oh, did you say C-list? I thought he said he D-list. Says, okay. okay. Uh, promoting, and, you know, the, the top person there was um, Brian, is it Baumgarter from The Office? Yeah, I, I got to play with him name? in Shadow Creek. Great guy. Yeah, so you know him. You know him personally. You get to play with him in Vegas, and so like he was clowning on like that. That was the big draw, and then he was ripping on the four play guys. He was really ripping on Roger Still, and used Roger's Twitter account to show yeah. like that he was not a public figure. He had like seventy followers or <laughs> seven hundred followers on Twitter, which obviously Roger is wildly popular on Instagram um, yeah, and becoming because... a more prevalent you know name in the space. Um, very polarizing figure in golf and he's doing great. And, you know, it goes on to continue to rip uh, Jess and everyone else that's there. And he like even just clowns them by saying like, I'll just let you Google who they are. You know, it was just all around what I think is a classless article. And I'll let you get into that particular word and and your response to this. But um, our friend Sean golf ball posted this and, made light of it. I mean, I never would have heard about this because one, no, this guy never, writes nobody, for himself. Everyone yeah. listening right now is like, what are you, the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. They're probably like, dude, move on to the next subject. We want to go to the 19th hole, but no, but like, <laughs> I, I would never have heard of this because this guy writes for himself. He's not writing for a major golf outlet or big publication or anything, but it was just fucked up the way that he is clowning on, you know, this group of influencers or just yeah. anyone in general who's trying to go to a major event and trying to bring it into a new audience where we're trying to like grow the game. We're trying to bring, you know, golf to the forefront and all these, all these good things. And the guy just completely, you know, just makes a complete ass out of himself. So you got on there and responded to him, you know, walk us through a little bit of that. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, this actually dates back further than um, this year's U S open. It actually dates back to last year's U S open at Wingfoot where, um, Tisha Abrea and myself are the um, social media ambassadors for the USGA for the 2020 US Open at Wingfoot, which was like the opportunity of my lifetime. Like it, it was very cool. It was awesome to be there. We killed it. I mean, we worked so hard. We we created so much amazing content there. You were wonderful, was, by the way. Thank you, thank you. I I, I really I really like 
tried to do a really good job and I feel like I captured a lot of really, really good content and like, you know, my, my story content had never had so many views be just because they had like a, they had somebody on site giving you behind the scenes in the ropes, like That's real awesome. raw content. And it was just so fucking awesome, man. And I just wanted to give everybody at home, like, the, the feeling that they were there with me because there was no fans at, at that us open there was there was there was no one there so yeah the fact like if you were on site like you pretty much like the players looked at you as if you were supposed to be there so i literally could just get up and close and personal with everybody so we created a killer content fucking go nuts and jeff shackleford who former morning drive anchor um used to post my trick shots on morning drive all the time, which I was extremely grateful for. I was like, yo, Jeff, you're the man. We met at Top Golf one time and I was like, dude, like thank you so much for for sharing my videos. Like that's so cool of you. Like you're a great guy, right? But then this US Open shit comes out last year and he posts basically like the same kind of snuff article, right? Yeah. Like like literally like literally it was the same shit. And they they basically like Jeff was basically like talking shit about me and Tish. I don't know if it was more to Tish than it was to me because Jeff knew me, but yeah. like he was basically talking about like having influencers there than all than like basically like media like him, right? Yeah. So he yeah. so he's just fucking jealous. He's salty. Yeah, that's what it is. Salty and jealous, right? So so anyway, so so that that came out. I kind of let that one go, right? Now, sure enough. Media day happens at Tory Pines. I was a little bummed I wasn't there, but I'm not going to write a fucking article about it. But anyway, so media day happens and Jeff comes out with this article talking about how everyone's a C-lister. He's talking about uh, Roger Steele, who I guarantee you has 50 times the reach that Jeff Shack or Jack Shack will ever have ever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's just fucking embarrassing. Like, like it, it, it's really embarrassing. And, I wrote the comment. I, I forget what my original comment was, but it was like uh, something like shame to see what a dying career can do to a man, which really cut deep. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, that like, hurt. like Jeff definitely saw that and was like, dude, I thought we were like boys, but it's like, dude, just cause you shared my tr- trick shots on morning drive doesn't mean we're cool. Fuck you. So, yeah. so anyways, he says that, then he says classy, right? Yeah, which, like, which fuck. is bullshit because, Dude, his article was so classless. Like, it was so right. bad. Like, the fact that right. he'd come back to you and say that. I mean, dude, fuck this guy. I mean, at the end of the day, I forgot to even ask the buyer sell question, but the buyer sell yeah. question was just, is Shaq a douchebag? <laughs> <laughs> Which, bye. Bye! <laughs> Buying that ASAP. But, I mean, yeah. it's just stupid, dude. It's just like, I get it. Like, he's out of a gig. He's writing for on, on his own now. He has absolutely no platform. Um, he sees these influencers that, you know, he might be salty. He's like, Oh, this person does trick shots. And this, this girl does a lot of TikTok dances. And this guy writes waffle house reviews on his Twitter page. Yeah, that has 70 but he followers, just doesn't you know? get it. Yeah. But he doesn't understand like what we bring to the golf space and our different platforms and so forth. And, and why the USGA has had us right. out there. Right. So it's, I don't know. I mean, I, I, you know, if I was out, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm similar to what you would maybe classify as like the foreplay group, you know, what I post and he's clowning on those guys too. It was like no one there within that group brought any value whatsoever in his eyes, which is right, just right. 
I mean, it, I it, it's terrible. It's sad to see. So I, I finished with he, – he wrote classy. He said short memory there, bud, but good to know, which I have no idea what that means. But um, maybe it's like the, like the memory of the fact that he was like a supporter of mine, but fuck you. Anyway, so then I said, I said, you did the same to, shit to us at last year's U.S. Open. You go out of your way to try and delegitimize anybody that's paving a new path. I'll look forward to your next rant at the 2022 U.S. Open, provided I can manage to find a link. <laughs> <laughs> wow, mic drop. And with that, we're going to move on to Out of Bounds segment. He didn't respond. Four! So yeah. I'm out on the course yesterday, and I get a FaceTime from Ryan. And I'm like, what, what's this about? And oh yeah, yeah. If there you follow Ryan on Instagram, you probably saw his stories about what went down, and obviously we talked about it earlier here in the pod. But dude, walk us through because like you see these fights um, that happen on the course, and you see these people mm-hmm. who have major like anger issues and short fuses. But your story is just insane. So like, walk us through like what happened out on the course with you and your brother yesterday. Yeah. So. um my my mom lives down in Largo, Florida, and right next to her house is a course called the uh, Bardmore Golf and Tennis Club. And they actually used to hold PGA Tour turns there back in the day. Like Jack has played there, Arnie's played there, the goats. Okay. So, um, anyways, so it's it's a Muni course, but it's a good Muni course. Like a good greens. It's 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 like it's actually one of the better municipal golf courses I've ever played. So shout out to Bardmore, um, but. We, we, we show up uh, there yesterday. We had a 11 o'clock, 11.45 tee time. And so first hole, right? Straight away par four. Straight away par four. But to the left of, of the green on one is, uh, is hole number five's tee box. Hole number five is par three. To the left of the green on one is five tee box. Now, to the right of the fairway, is holes whole whole nine fairway right so my brother i i split the fairway we're we're good you know you are you already fucking know yeah, i go that shit i smack that shit that's it so anyway so so i'm i'm in the fairway i'm bunny but my brother trey he's like relatively new to golf can hit the ball well finds the center of the club face every now and then but he sprays it a little right and so his ball is like behind this like big like swampy area and these big tall bushes like palmettos and shit. And he's like, give me pitching wedge. I'm going to go over it. And I was like, that's a risky shot. You should probably just punch out. But he's like, no, I'm just going to go over it. So he does. And he actually hits it good. But we couldn't f- see where the ball ended up, right? We had no clue because he was blocked out. It was a blind shot. So anyways, I uh, go up to – we drive up to my ball. I'm about 50 yards short of the green. I grab a wedge and a putter and I tell Trey to drive up. So Trey drives up and he's by the green and I hit my wedge shot, put it on the green. I'm like 10 feet. We're putting for birdie on one. Feeling great. Feeling great. Yeah. Everything's good. Life is good. Like so good. Then all of a sudden I hear some like chirping, like my, bro- my other brother Chase and Zach, they're riding in a cart behind us and they're way back in the ferry because they're both the trashiest golfers of all time. So we just kind of <laughs> just like get on the green and stand by okay. the flag because it's the safest place you can be. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so, um, I see, like, you know, a couple hundred feet away from me, that uh, my brother talking to this guy. And I was like, what are they talking about? Like, does he know him or something? What's going on? And then I hear my brother Trey saying, yo, dude, you need to chill the fuck out. And I hear him say that. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, it's an altercation, right? So I'm like, maybe Trey's ball went over there and it pissed this guy off or something like that. So I fucking 
dark. Like I'm running, mind you, we had all gone out to St. Petersburg, Florida the night before. We went to a Tampa Bay Rays game. We're fucking hungover as shit. Yeah, yeah. And I just holy gads. I'm like running over there. I'm like, holy fuck, I'm gonna stop stop and puke for a sec. Anyways, <laughs> I get over there. My heart rate is pounding because like I see this guy yelling at my little brother. My little brother's not a bitch. Like Russ and boys, we're not bitches. We will fuck you. Scrappy up. boys. Anyway, so, yes, we are. So so anyway, so my brother's getting yelled at, but you don't yell at my little brother. So I get over there. My heart rate's pounding. This guy is clearly not a physical threat. So I, I take a second. I yeah, so what, yeah, is he big, like fat guy? Is he short? Like what's the I have a picture. I have a picture of him, but um, like I would compare him to like, like, uh, like he, he's not a big dude. Like he's probably five, eight shitty haircut. He looked like he had Davy Crockett's hat for a haircut. And then, <laughs> wow. okay. Yeah. Like, like, like a beaver split, like TikTok y kind of haircut, but, but, and then he talked kind of with a new England accent, which we thought that's where he was from, but it turns out he's from Oregon, maybe. But anyway, so wow. this guy's talking, talking shit to my brother. He's like, he's like, who the fuck hit this ball over here? He's like, who hit the fucking ball over here? He's like, I want to know it right now. I was like, you didn't yell for He's like, you didn't yell four? What the fuck's going on? Who hit the ball over here? I want to know right now. And I was like, bro, bro, chill. Like, first of all, what's where's he gonna the ball? Do? What's he yeah, gonna so, do? So, so, so I'm like, I'm like, hey, hey, it's not like, it's not like you were on the same hole as us and we hit into you. It was an, yeah. I was like, my brother had a shot that was blind, right? It was a blind shot. Errant shots happen all the time, and this tee box is literally. The only thing separating this tee box from the from the green on on the first hole is a cart path. So errant shots are going to happen, right? Now keep sure. this in the back of your head. There is one of those. Uh, you know, at Shingle Creek, there was like a veteran closest to the pin thing, like where you can uh-huh. donate ten dollars, and if you get it on the green, you get a sleeve of balls. If you don't, it's a donation, whatever. There was yep. one of those things going on on the par three on hole five tee box, right? So this guy's like witnessing. where this is happening. Yes, yes. So oh there's one gosh. person. One older guy witnessing this whole thing. So, anyways, this guy starts talking so much fucking shit. By and, and I'm like, dude, you need to chill the fuck out. I was like, you need to chill the fuck out. I was like, it was not intentional. It was an errant shot. What the fuck do you expect? It's a golf course. I was like, do you, do you play much golf? I was like, you probably don't play much fucking golf. I was like, you can't. He's like, and then my brother Trey's like, are you from around here? He's like, you're probably not from fucking around here. I was like, you're acting, you're acting like a fucking crazy person. Like, just, just go, go mind your business, get out of our fucking phase, and go play your golf. It wasn't on purpose. It was not intentional. Like anybody would know that, right? But no, this kid keeps laying into us. Won't fucking stop. By now, Chase pulls up in the golf cart. My other brother Chase pulls up, and then my and my buddy Zach, our best friend Zach, pulls up as well. Zach is like <laughs> the more sh- most short-fused motherfucker in the world, right? So, Zach comes up, Chase comes up. Now it's getting really aggressive. Then this other dude's friend comes up, and he's trying to pull his friend back. He's like, dude, like, chill out. It's not worth it. His friend, like, skinnier than a fucking pencil, knew his shit was, was going to get rocked if they kept was it, Were they in a full foursome, and the other guys were just sitting no, the it was two. No, it, it was two of two, them yeah. and four of us. So, okay. so like, so, but this guy, I could tell from the jump, he was a wordsmith, right? He was not trying to fight. He was trying to get hit. That's what he wanted to happen, right? Okay. He wanted like a lawsuit. So anyways, <laughs> shit gets really verbal. The, the confrontation starts to escalate a little bit. And then this kid has a putter in his hand and he like kind of lifts it up and says something. I can't remember what he says, but he lifts the putter up. And the moment he lifts the putter up, our boy Zach 
came in and pushed the fucker so hard. Like he 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 didn't hit the ground, but he literally walked backwards twenty five feet. It was actually kind of funny. It was hilarious. <laughs> so so after that, he he comes up to us. He's like, "That's the biggest mistake of your life." He says he said. Y- of you your can, life. You can, yeah, he said. He said you can do whatever you want to do verbally, but laying hands on me—that was the biggest mistake of your life. I'm calling the head pro. I'm calling the cops. I'm calling the marshal. You guys are out of here. He's like, you're done. That—that that was the worst mistake <laughs> you ever done. made in your life. And I was like, I was like, okay. First of all, if you talk the amount of shit, like he was saying insults. He was like, you're fat. Your teeth are fucked up. Saw your girlfriend. Woke up pissed off at you. He was saying like, like fucked up shit. He's like, you're a bitch. You're a bitch. He was a. He was literally the primary aggressor, right? So, anyways, we're yeah. like, fuck this guy. I was like, call whoever you want. We're gonna go tee off on the second hole. So we all tee off, and he keeps following us. Right. And he's on the phone with somebody. He's like, yeah, they're on the second tee, blah, blah, blah. And then he says one thing. He's like, he's like, I'm going to let this go. He's like, I'm going to let this go. If you get your boy with anger issues off the golf course, which was my friend, Zach, that pushed him. He's like, you get him off the golf course or you, or, or you, or all of you go. He's like either him or all of you. And I told him, I was like, Hey, we're going to keep playing golf. See you later. So we, we keep playing. We're like, fuck you. See you later. Bye. We keep playing fourth green par three or sorry third green is a par three i drain a 15 foot birdie putt as three carts are driving there you go adrenaline's flowing it was cool it was cool i was actually playing such good golf i was like holy shit i'm one under through or i'm two under through three i was like this is this is fucking great like i can't believe i'm playing so good anyway so these three guys pull up and it turns out it's the gm the head pro and the assistant pro right jeez now they know us they know me through instagram but they also know my little brother because my little brother's at this golf course all the fucking time. He's practicing there. He's like, my brother Trey is like legitimately trying to become a better golfer. So they're like, hey, like, dude, we heard about what happened. Don't worry about it. This guy's fucking nuts. He, he's like uh, calling the cops. He's being ridiculous. Like we, uh, he said that uh, he had a witness that you pushed him, but the guy that saw you push him was like, he deserved to be pushed. <laughs> And yeah. so it, it was, it was like, it was like, crazy. The, guy, like the, the charity guy, the, the veteran guy. Yes. Yes. So, so anyway, so, so they're like, uh, don't worry about it. Everything's probably going to be okay. This guy's just kind of a little bit nuts, but like, don't, don't worry. We've got your back. You know, we really appreciate you guys being here, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, yeah. dude, that's so fucking yeah. cool. So, so we think it's over. We think we're done. And so we get, eventually get to the, uh, the tee box where the veteran guy was and uh, the fifth hole and he was like hey like that guy just wouldn't let it go he's he's like he's lucky all he did was push him he's like i would have fucking knocked his teeth out he, it, it was it was so it was so cool and we we're like dude exactly so so we talked to him for a little bit it's fucking hilarious blah blah blah. we get to the ninth green right we're on nine and i see two police officer suvs pulling in and i'm like oh shit. are you kidding like, me this like guy's a they, joke, man. I was like, this guy actually is like sitting at the clubhouse calling the cops right now. So we get off the ninth green. There's a halfway house. There's the marshal, and there's all these people, and everyone's talking about what's going on. So at this point, they're like, there's the guys. Those are the guys. Those are the guys. They're like, what happened? I was like, I was like, you guys know about this? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, it's they're they're like, yeah, there's a guy at the clubhouse right now raising hell. He's like, the police need to get here right now. He wants to file a police report. He's going off. And I was like, oh, my God. So Zach, Chase, Trey, and I are like, hey, boys, we need to get our story straight. 
And I was like, I don't think we should lie. I think we need to tell exactly how it is. I was like, yes, we pushed him, but he was the primary aggressor. He had a golf club in his hand and he was kind of wielding it and he was being very aggressive. We pushed him to create space, like no big fucking deal. So anyways, that's the, that's what we get in, uh, in our heads. And that's exactly what is accurately true. So, um, we, we, we don't know if anything's going to happen. So we just head to the 10th tee box and Chase gets a phone call because Chase booked the tee time. It was only the number that they had on file. Right. So they call Chase and they're like, Hey man, um, I guess you're, you guys are going to need to come up to the clubhouse and, and make a statement. He's like, honestly, don't fucking worry about it. Just come up here, say some bullshit and we'll get you back out on the golf course in a couple minutes. This guy's fucking nuts. So, yeah. They were like, we were like, what guy? And they were like, oh, well, I guess his name is Cheeseburger. And we were like, what? And he's like, well, the cops are here because he called them to be here. But they asked him for his ID. He didn't give it to him. And then they asked him what his name was. And he said, Cheeseburger. Why would you go through all of this and not share your identity? <laughs> yeah. So, so anyways, like, they, they, exactly. These cops literally asked him what his name is. And they're like, no, sir, what is your actual first name and your last name? And he goes, Cheese. And then burger. <laughs> and this is not this is not a joke. I don't it's so far out of left field. It's crazy. Yeah. But the moment he did that is the moment I knew we were good. So we we have to drive up to the clubhouse. We have to we pull up. There's two cops there, and there's a, a female cop and a male cop. The female cop is questioning this guy. And basically he tells him the whole story and she's just saying, like, hey, sir, it sounds like you were the primary aggressor. Like everything you said to me sounds like you're the primary aggressor. And he's freaking out. He's yelling and screaming. He's like, you're seriously not going to do shit about this? He's like, he put hands on me. I didn't put hands on him, but he put hands on me. Yeah, she was fucking losing it. So then she pulls us aside, takes our statement. And we're like, hey, we tell her the whole story. Like he was up in our face. He had a golf club in his hand. He was getting really aggressive. He got in our personal space, like literally like about to kiss me in the fucking lips. Mm -hmm. And we pushed him to create some space. And then we moved on. He continued to follow us. Wouldn't let shit go. Blah, blah, blah. They end up giving this kid trespassing he's never welcome back at the golf course again doesn't get to finish his 18 holes which i'm sure he, he fucking paid for they escort him off the property we get to go back play and then the course buys us a beer at the end of the round so wow sick wow <laughs> dude what a story yeah. dude i know it was Jeez. long and I, and I hope you guys stuck around for it um but i had to get all the details right just in case <laughs> You know, you know yeah this can be used as evidence <laughs> yeah yeah but uh <laughs> it, it was literally incredible i mean like the kid's wow. so lucky that that he didn't get more uh as he was leaving he actually had to walk right by me and and I, and he said something to us he looked at us he's like you feeling better now boys and i was like no and then he said he's like well three of you should be feeling better but one of you you shouldn't be feeling better. He's like, you're going away. And I said, you're a fucker. Then, you're going then, away. <laughs> yeah, he's such a fucking idiot. Um, turns out the kid's name was actually Mark. I don't know what his last name is. I wish I had it. I do have a photo of him. I almost feel like throwing it up on Shake Kemp's pod and just being like, hey, if you ever see this guy, don't let him at your golf course. So that might yeah. be incriminating on some level, but yeah. Uh, um, I'll Photoshop some type of like warning flyer that, you know, if you get yeah. paired with this guy, gonna, watch out. I want to get some t-shirts made with this guy. Let's hope up. no shanks happen around this guy that fly by him <laughs> because it triggers him. So seriously, uh, dude, well, that's, so a, crazy. that's crazy. I mean, I, I'm glad that the outcome that you guys got is what you had. I mean, because that just obviously really could cool. ruin an entire day. So good thing you're vibing with your brothers and your friend. Like, at least you're with people that you like just have a good time with and right get right. through that. Oh, because it was also so terrible. funny. 
It was so funny. Uh, we so today, my girlfriend and I, we were on our way home, so we were leaving uh, Largo, and then I saw a uh, Paneus Park SUV or Seminole County uh, police officer SUV, and I was like, "Hey, that's probably like one of the cops that was at our thing." And I pulled up to a red light, and sure enough, I looked over, and it was the same chick. And I put my window down. I was like, "Hey," I was like, "She recognized you." Golf course yesterday, <laughs> yeah. And she's like, "Oh my god, no fucking way!" She's like, "Ah, oh, is everything good? Like, are you guys good?" I was like, that "We're, we're fine." Thank you so much. It was really cool. So shout out to uh, Seminole County. PD. That's that was awesome. dope. And shout out to Bardmore. Like that place is so sick. Yeah, it's, dude. It's I mean, it sounds like they handled it the right way. I mean, it's just, yeah, that's gotta be one of the oddest things that they'd have to go through, but it sounds like they handled yeah. it right. And yep. wow. Well, Hey, I'm glad that he didn't freaking attack you guys with a club or anything like that. It was freaking some crazy ass people. Oh no, there. no, no. We wish he did. We, we, afterwards, we always like, after anything happens, like an altercation with your boys, you always kind of gather up and be like, this is what we should have happened. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. So, so I was like, I was like, honestly, like the whole time through my head, what I was thinking was I was going to start screaming, drop the club, drop the club, drop the club. And then just grab it from him and start beating his ass with it because no one would have known. <laughs> like, like we, I would have said, like, I was screaming, drop the club because he was about to hit us with it. So I took it from him and then beat his fucking shit. <laughs> you know? Well, hey, I'm so, glad that that didn't happen. So I think it was in the I best really, case scenario. Man, I wish I could have hurt him, but yeah. Hey, he's not, he's not welcome back. So, well, nope. All right. Well, listen, we've got a phenomenal guest that we're going to segue over to in the 19th hole. Um, you know, this guy grew from 900 followers to almost 200,000. He might have 200,000 by the time this episode airs on Tuesday. So, um, you know, incredible uh, instructor, probably going to be the new hot thing in golf as this thing continues to emerge. We'll probably have more followers than PGA memes and coach Rusty combined probably in 90 mm -hmm. days, but Stoked to have this guy in the pod. Um, he's going to be joined by Jimmy also at uh, Tropicana. Is it Tropicana Barbershop or Trop Tropicana uh, Golf Club? Yeah. 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 So, um, but yeah, let's have uh, Manalo uh, join us at the 19th hole and let's chat with him and learn a little bit more about who he is, his background, and have some fun. All right, guys, we are now live with a very, very special guest. Honestly, a week ago, I didn't, uh, he wasn't even a prospect to even be on this show. Uh, a week ago, he had less than 1,000 followers on Instagram. We have the one, the only, the Dasit Manola Vega. How are you, brother? How you doing? Well, how about I say it for the viewers instead of you, man? I appreciate the attempt. I appreciate the attempt. <laughs> but what I'm going to do is I'm going to break it off with the viewers. Everybody, Manolito Vega here, and that's it! <laughs> it's fucking Amazing. Dumb. Amazing. Uh, I'm oh, so dude. stoked to uh, have you, man. Dude, it's good to be here. No, sensation. You guys, I first and foremost, thank you for having me. No joke. No bullshitting. I, I feel honored to be here, man. Thank you. Oh Good. man, it's all it's all our honor. We've been watching your videos and laughing so hard. Uh, we're gonna jump into you know Jimmy obviously helped you get this these videos online so the world can see this and obviously you've taken the world by storm. You're now at like almost two hundred thousand followers, probably the fastest growing golf internet account I've seen ever, and it's just been fun, man. Everything you put out is just awesome. I mean, great instructions, okay. but just with great delivery and comedy. I mean, dude, it's absolute gold, and we love it. So we're so stoked to have you out here. I thank you very much, man. For real, thank yeah. you very much. I feel the love from everybody, and uh, the movement is nasty. It's a nasty movement. It's pretty it exciting. It's exciting. 
It is it nasty. Is. Well, it's great to have you on. It's great to look at that nasty face of yours. It's, 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 you're the new look of golf right now, brother. You're looking good. Take it easy. Take it easy. Who is this guy? He needs to take it easy. <laughs> but, My nasty hey, so, face. You no, have a so nasty face. No, no. You got the nastiest face, baby. That's a nasty face. And nasty's good, right? Nasty's good? Nasty is like, you know how Michael Jackson used to say bad in the like whatevers? Bad yeah. was good. Nasty yeah. is sexy, man. That's yeah, it. That's yeah. it. We nasty got the nasty. Is sexy. We got the nastiest <laughs> fucking faces no, on this it is. show right like, now. Like for everyone. Oh, it's so good. Awesome. Everyone to clarification, to clarification to everybody who is hearing this, man. When you hear nasty, nasty means sexy for your ears <laughs> and your English. Okay, that's it. Fuck yeah! Awesome. I love so it. Good. I love it. Well, well, we're we're about to have ourselves a nasty little interview with you, my man. Um, wanted to get some background on you first. You know, I, I mean, uh, everybody thinks they have an idea of who you are, but but no one truly does. So give us a little bit, like where you're from. You know, how you got into golf, how long you've been playing, just the quick uh, quick background, what you're doing now, what your job is, everything like that. So that's like 55 questions in one. Yes. So like, I'm going yes. to have to like. <laughs> Pick out the flowers and figure it, it out down, one by one, guys. All right. So, anyway, where think, are you from? Okay. So <laughs> the way, how can I put this for you guys? So, my my mother and my father, they they got. The, I was born. You guys, Manolo is from Mars. Okay. <laughs> That's the best Mars. way to put it. Manolo <laughs> is from Mars. You don't need to know no more than that because Mars, when the rover that NASA put in there. The Lord says to me, because I was asking him, I was like, when am I able to get him off of the dirt planet? That's why I'm so nasty in the bunker, because I grew up on a place which is literally all dirt and sand. So, like, all I could do with my 60 degree was figure it, it out, sense. figure it out. It makes sense. So now you know why I'm so nasty in the sand, because in the Mars is all the dirt. So the rover chose, and I was there, man. I was like, oh, my God, that's it. That's it. And so then it was time to come into the planet to bring to the planet the love that the lord put in for me next question okay okay perfect perfect so 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 you've been playing golf on mars been playing all your life are you it, it, it's manolo teaches golf so are you teaching pro or are you pga or do you just teach for fun like what give us a background there no 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 i barely have a driver's license i don't have a pga <laughs> license i don't have none of that like serious i don't have nothing like that like i'm gonna tell you guys something. I'm gonna tell it's you guys just a piece of paper yeah like i grew up <laughs> in the game of the golf so just know that okay now like i have my ability to see in the golf in my life my family they have the golfing my father my tios like i have family members who were really into the golf so i was always watching the golf and i was always around the game of the golf and the respect that i have understanding what golf really is and where it is coming from like has always been near and dear because my grandfather he taught me at an early age man to respect the game you respect the game that's it. Seriously, you raking your bunkers, you fixing your divots, you putting the filler into the fairway when you're ripping chunky out of the fairway, man. You have the tees, you clean it up, man. And like a lot of what I seen is people don't respect in the game, man. They're coming yeah. out there and driving all over the place and they put the golf cars all by the by the greens area, the contourations, because they never know and by the contourations of the greens. <laughs> you know, you're not supposed to be like, the cart is not supposed to drive 40 yards or something like that near the green, out of respect, but like, you can't be mad because they were never education about the game of the golf. So yeah, for yeah. me, I grew up with it and I knew it and I have an ability, I believe in to like, 
having somebody's understanding like what it is that I'm saying is rapidísimo, like nasty quickly. <laughs> like I get up there, I tell you what it is so you can think that shit and that's it. It's like, it's very quick. People don't want to sit in there over and over and over. Like, what is this man says to me? Just have Manolo spit that shit out and that's it. That's it. <laughs> so Jimmy, you were telling us, so last Monday you had, uh, you had under a thousand followers. He's been coaching, giving you some tips and you say he kind of cracks you up while he's giving you instructions. And you're like, dude, we got to get these internet videos out on the internet. So walk us through that a little bit. Yeah. A week ago, literally one week ago tomorrow, I, I create, well, I had the account early. Manolo had never even logged into his Instagram. He had no idea what was going on. He just gave me the approval to film and I've been playing with him for, for 20 years. And I, you know, he's a much better player than I am. And I ask him in different situations, what would you do here? How do I hit this shot? What is it? How is it? What am I supposed to do? And his response always came in a way, in a delivery that I could understand it, but was hilarious. So after a thousand of these tips, I thought to myself, I think people can benefit from this and it's a real tip. It's not some horse shit that, you know, right. make up like it's the real deal. Yeah. So in the beginning, it, 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 he was kind of hesitant because, you know, obviously he's, he's got his accent and he thought that I was, I was laughing at him and <laughs> you laugh at me all the time. Don't do that. <laughs> he's laughing with you now though. My God. Yeah. Like, well, I say something, I, I, he starts laughing. But just saying stuff, I mean, the waggle that shit, smack that shit. I mean, dude, it's the best. I mean, dude, it's like the best. And I, I can't get it out of my head now this whole last it week. It's the modern, it's the modern day grip it and rip it. Like, it, it, it's the <laughs> what, thing oh, that... what exactly does that say? Because that sounds cochino, man. Grip it and rip it. Is not for, I don't understand. You nailed it. <laughs> it's, not, it's cochino. I never, like, listen, I'm being dead honestly serious. Like, when I'm having the club, the last thing on my mind is to gripping and ripping because yeah, then yeah. you're all off the balance. <laughs> then you're swinging crazy. Like, I just think about it. And I'm like, that's maybe like dumb of the dumber things I see in the golf. Because, <laughs> no, because Benny Hogan, Benny Hogan says that when you waggle in the club, it's like a pre-shot for exactly what is taking place. And then up here in the mental, when you're doing something, to like preparing for what is happening because the swing is nasty fast, you know? So the waggle is like, the thing is like, your mind is comprehending. This is what I'm wanting to do in like a little bit. So you waggle that shit and you feeling it like, you know, you're getting nasty, ready to smack that shit. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. My favorite video, though, is when you were uh, hitting over water and you're like, don't be a pussy. <laughs> like, dude, when you said that, it was like, that was, that's my favorite video. that you. But wait a minute, so wait far. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He didn't say don't be a pussy. Tell him how you're supposed to say it. When you get into the hazards and you're feeling some type of way, don't be pussy. <laughs> like, just look at the ball and don't peek him because people getting nervous on the inside because, all right, check it out, man, like this. Is the power of the positive thinking? Everybody thinking of the negative is like, I don't want to go in the water. I don't want to go in the water. That's a pussy, man. You need to get into the ball, man. And you need to thinking, I'm going to smack that shit over the water to the place. I don't even see that shit. Fuck that shit. And that's it. That's it. It's simple, man. People are crazy. It's simple. That is fantastic. 
Dude, you break it down in the simplest form and I love it, man. So what's, what's next for you, man? I mean, you're this rise to stardom. You're going to pass 200,000 followers probably while we're recording this episode. Um, I mean, everyone wants a piece of you right now. And we're grateful that we got this interview in. Our listeners are really excited to hear from you. But what's next? Like, what, what's on the horizon? I see you're on Cameo now and all this other stuff. But what's, what's, what's on your radar? Um, what is on my radar? Well, I have dinner reservations tonight with a fancy lady. So that's next. A nasty lady. No, she's a fancy lady. I've been busy all the week. And she's like, man, when are we going to spend in the quality? And I'm like, <laughs> can you give me till Sunday night or something like that? Like, and then yeah. so finally, so reservations is tonight with, to something, I think El Torito, she's going fancy, it's nice. Oh, and nice, then nice. <laughs> I see like in the future, future like that, it's just, I want to teach, okay? Like, take it easy, you guys, listen to me. Listen to Manolo. I want to make sure that the people who are loving what is happening, maintaining that throughout their life, like not just on the golfing course, I want it to be in the businesses, I want it to be in the family, I want them to feel the like, the love and the, the excitement and how much enjoyment that the golf can give in you instead of going to the puto scorecard all the time and putting in the little box. <laughs> what did you get in, man? It's like, well, I don't know, man. I hit it like nine times and then I kicked it once. So like, what are you putting there, man? Like, I don't know. Like, don't who caring. Yeah. Go to yeah. the campo, man. Go to the campo, put the tee in, put the ball on the top. Waggle that shit, smack that shit, go find that shit and do it again. And like, have fun, okay. man. People are so serious. Yeah. That's what yeah. I want. I want people to enjoy the game of golf and not be so damning serious. Yeah. Hey, man, yeah, we love, love that. that. And we'll keep sharing everything you put out there. We want to help you grow your, your network and grow the game because you're doing a great job of it, dude. We love it. You're yeah. very professional, you. What is your name? <laughs> My name's Travis. Travis. <laughs> the, the way you sit in there, like, you're all like all professional. Do you have a good camera presence? It's good. I like, look at that, hey, right? Man. Hey, we, we've, yeah. been, we've done this before, so. I can see that this is not your first. What am I on? A podding cast? A yes, podcast, a, a podding yeah. cast. A podcast. Oh, yeah. and then we have Ryan Rustan. Let me see your profile, Ryan. Let me see. Uh, you, Let me see your nasty face, Ryan. Come on, Ryan. <laughs> Ooh, is that your Zoolander? That's the blue. That's the blue. God, that's it. Oh man, we can't wait oh, to get Ryan, out to Cali to see you guys. Don't be cochino, nasty perro, <laughs> oh, nasty no, perro. No, no. Travis, yeah, he's man. a nasty perro, man. He's nasty, man. He needs to keep staying his lane. So <laughs> stay hey, in your lane. We appreciate you, you. Good luck. Good luck on your date tonight, man. We wish you the best. <laughs> yeah, well, man. I appreciate that. Thank you both so many much, Travis, Ryan, the PGA Mimis, you guys. I love you guys. Thank you for having me on. And, hey, man. And that's of it. Course. I, Thank everybody. you, man. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's it, man. That's it. We'll keep supporting you, man. Why is everybody that? laughing at me? That's what Tropicana does. He's laughing at me. I'm changing like my that. name to PGA Mimi's. No, listen, if, if you're not following him, you've got, I mean, if you're not following him, I don't know what you're doing, but start following this guy like ASAP. It's one, his content one suggestion. is absolutely phenomenal. One suggestion, you, you got to get a, a potty cast going for yourself. Like, uh, uh, whatever you want, the, 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 the nasty, that's it, nasty show. What the fuck? Everyone. Oh, it would, yeah, gotta get it going. One you got to get You would have the best. You, we, we would just have to stop. And you, you, can, you can just take over. Yeah, well, listen, awesome. you guys, you guys, this is just the beginning. So listen, I am, I seriously, I feel honored to doing this for like the first time. And it feels good to be in with you guys on this one. So in the future, I talk to Jimmy because 
he's good with these things and maybe yeah. us four yeah. or something we can figure it out and put something nasty yeah, up man. there for the let's go you know let's go I mean? get a let's go get a little nasty little round of golf in baby that's what i want to yeah. do I need absolutely to, I need let's tee it up and get nasty sexy and let's nasty that's it. it yes love it. awesome man well thank you guys we appreciate you we'll talk soon okay. you guys, it. man that was fucking awesome like i I'm honestly shocked that we got him on the show. Like that guy no. has to be such high demand right now. That was that was really cool. So get in to talk to Manola Vega. Amazing. I mean, dude. Dude, first what, interview. What are I your mean, thoughts on him? I mean, like, dude, what? Where's he he's, go? He brought the energy that you see on the videos. Uh, I think he's got. He's got to make sure. I think because I think everyone wants a piece of him right now. So I'm really yeah. shocked that we were his first. Uh, interview uh, ever uh, which is pretty cool hopefully it brings a lot of new listeners into the pod and if you're listening for the first time we appreciate you make sure you subscribe and give us a little review there but at the end of the day I think if he can hone in and make sure that he's not spreading himself too thin and just continue to focus on building out content because that's what he's here for right I mean all these videos that he's he has out there now are getting extremely high engagement People are sharing them with everyone that they know. They're tagging their friends. So he needs just to stick to that. Like we need to see a runway of a few months of just great content. He's going to obviously collab with other influencers and hopefully some like tour people and stuff like that. I mean, dude, he's just hilarious. So, um, but dude, I think the sky's the limit for this guy. I mean, his personality is super dynamic. His voice is like powerful with his accent and he's saying all the right things, dude. And like, his his taglines are so freaking catchy that I want to go and buy all of his shirts and shit like already. It's just it's hilarious. So, I, dude, I can see this guy growing well past a million followers and having an awesome brand that is just continues to be hit after hit after hit. So, hopefully, it just stays yeah, that way. Yeah, man, for sure. I mean, I you know the, all those all those hats like they sell at like pinehurst and riviera and all the trendy courses where the font's really tall and it says like riv or like uh no yeah. one cares what you got. like just dash it across the <laughs> the top of the hat man i can i can i'm literally like i i almost want to go and make all the merch for i don't even know if he's trademarked that's it because i'm about to go do it <laughs> i'm just i'm just joking i would never do that dude would never no, do that I'm sure he hasn't i mean dude he had 900 <laughs> followers on monday last week so i mean i know if anybody's listening there's a lot of opportunity right now in in these trade in, in trademarking <laughs> no, no shit no shit go buy a couple of websites some trademarks i mean geez no yeah. I, awesome dude i mean hilarious so i hope only the best for him and we definitely got to get out to california go tee it up with them yeah yeah i'd love to go to tropicana and 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 uh and get it in with those guys you know that would be a really fun round of golf oh my god it'd be unbelievable so we got to make that happen soon before it gets too yeah like 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 probably yeah probably within the summer it's got to happen because i think by the time we get to september october manolo is gonna be no molo <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> he's gonna gone. be playing with some big time people i'm sure not not yeah. not us so yeah. no man well i thought it was a great interview hopefully everybody enjoyed the pod and like i said if you have not please subscribe give us a, a rating give us a review we appreciate everything you guys do for us as uh, listeners and followers of our pages uh, as always, good time, yeah, coach. Share, share this shit. Share this shit with your friends. Take three, <laughs> take three of your fucking friends, right? Oh Send them a fucking link and tell them, hey, listen to the fucking show. Like, take just like that, huh? That friends. aggressive. 
that aggressive? Hey, here's what you do, man. You take three of your friends that like golf, you share the fucking link, they listen to it, they subscribe, and that's it. All right? That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all you got to do. All right, aggressive. All right, that was a little aggressive, but hey, man, just listen to what he had to say. He was just speaking the truth, so. Yeah, truly. Speaking the truth. All right, man, we'll have a great week, and we will uh, catch back up next week. All right, sounds good, brother. See you guys.